Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. And each week, we tell the stories of our church as we often feature interviews with our members and sometimes other friends of the ministry. Of course, we'd like to invite you to join us this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church. As we begin Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m., we have adult Bible fellowships and children's programs. And you can join us also for our morning service, which will be at 10.30 a.m., as we'll be continuing in our series, this time, The Faith That Does Not Save, from Acts chapter 8, verses 8 through 25. We'll talk a little bit more about that today. Uh, Let's begin Harvest Time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. Yeah, you know, our island, along with our world, is rightfully concerned right now about a lot of things happening, a lot of uncertainty happening surrounding the coronavirus. As of right now, we are planning to meet together on Sunday, and so our invite is certainly there that we're going to meet together for our service at 1030. And praying, of course, for our island, for leaders, and uh, really around the world. But as we meet this Sunday, we've been planning on and looking into our continuing series in the book of Acts, and we're coming up to an interesting passage of scriptures. It's in Acts chapter 8, where it tells us about Philip and the uh, relationship with a man named Simon. And uh, you mentioned the title, A Faith That Does Not Save. In Acts 13, uh, the Bible says that Simon himself believed also and was baptized. But I think as we read the verses that follow, we'll do that on Sunday morning, I think we're going to find out that he did not have a genuine conversion. So I want to ask that question. How can somebody, um, you know, do what this verse says, believe and be baptized and not be a genuine Christian? So I think there's some indications in the text. Um, You'll uh, have to come on Sunday to hear about that. We'll talk through it carefully. We want to be consistent with the Bible. Um, but I think it's a good reminder that um, conversion is is more than just an external belief, and we'll talk about what that means. Yeah, more than just an affirmation of facts. For sure. Particularly, yeah. 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 Uh, Simon's an interesting character, and uh, if you want to read it before, it's Acts 8, 8 through 25, and we'll just work carefully through this text on Sunday. I'm so glad to be able to introduce to you Clinton and Lucy They were here a few weeks ago for our missions conference, so actually this has been pre-recorded. It won't be aired for a few weeks, but while they're here, we wanted to get them on the radio station and have an opportunity to talk with them about their story. So welcome, Clinton, Lucy. Welcome back to uh, Harvest. It's kind of a home. I hope it feels like home for you, but welcome back. We're so glad that you're here. Thank you. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Maybe we could just start by telling us about your background, where you grew up, Clint, we'll start with you, what your family was like, what God was doing um, in your life as you grew up. Okay, I uh, grew up on the uh, outer island of Yap, Fais. I was born on the ship, uh, this uh, ship, Yap State Ship. The name of the ship is uh, Micro Spirit, so I was born on that ship. So and your parents were <coughs> traveling, or was it like a health? Yeah, the, traveling to the main island okay. uh, for my wife, to, uh, ah. my, my wife and my mom. Sorry, my mom to deliver me, but uh, they didn't make it to go there. Wow. So between my island and the other outer island, which is the island that Pastor James is serving right now, mm-hmm. and my mom had me, so they 
They went to the island, the other outer island. They stayed there for a week, and then they flew to the main island. So the ship, to get from Yap to Fais, or it goes to Ulithi? I mean, how long does it take? How long was she on the ship in order to get to these locations? Oh, it's like um, overnight. Okay. Yeah, if leave my island in the evening, and it's going to be arrive on main island the other evening. Okay. I mean, the next day morning. So. Okay. All right. But she didn't make it? She didn't make it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I grew up in a family. Both my parents are uh, Catholic. So I grew up, and as, uh, my parents are Catholic. And we started the Bible study when I was still in high school with Pastor Roland when he started the ministry. And then that's when uh, both my uh, parents, they uh, gave the, their life to the Lord, and I started to go to uh, church. Let's back up a little bit. Tell us about Pastor Rollins. And, I mean, so he was coming to Feist. Did a church start? Tell us a little bit about that story. Yeah, he came and he started a Bible study with my, uh, my dad. And then they started a Bible study in our house, in our living room. And that's when we started the Bible study. And a year after that, my dad gave the piece of land to a Roland. That's where we're going to start at the church. And then we started to the a small koyang at the piece of land close to our house. And that's where we have our uh, building now, as yeah. a, a church building. It's such an amazing story. Yeah. Pastor <clears throat> Roland is from Fice originally, right? Yeah. Mm. Went to Yap. Did he be, when, how did he become a believer? How did Pastor Roland become a believer? Uh, well, he he, uh, he was uh, an HBBI uh, former student. Okay. But how did he get to HBBI from Yap, or from Fice? Oh, I think he, uh, he was, uh, he applied to HBBI. Okay. There's a missionary there. I don't really uh, know the name of the missionaries that he, okay. he started. Uh, so he came to Harvest, to the Bible College, Bible Institute back then. Yeah. And then was trained here and then went back to start the church on Feist. There, ha- there was not a gospel preaching church on Feist before that. Is that no, right? but he was uh, he served on the main island with the Simmers, Pastor Mark Simmer and okay. the family. And, and then a couple of years after that, and he moved to Feist and started a Bible study in our home. Yeah. And um, so that's when I, I was the first student that sent out from uh, Pastor Roland's church, which is uh, Feist Baptist Church. So I went uh, to the main island. I stayed with Pastor Mark Simmer for a year, and then he recommended me to come uh, here at HBBC. I had the opportunity to travel with you, actually, Clint, about a year ago, yeah. a little bit less than a year ago. Mm. I was on Yap with you. We'll talk some more about that in a minute. And then we we flew out to Fice and Ulithi mm. and I had a chance to see the church and speak to the people mm. and see that first very small koyang yeah. that was built, then mm. the bigger one, and now the, the concrete yeah, building the concrete. that's there yeah. and the people that are there, you know, just loving God and serving God. It mm. was such a beautiful, I mean, Fice is beautiful anyway. The mm. island is beautiful. The camp, uh, yeah. you know, along the beach, everything was so great. But mm. the best part was mm. just seeing people that were, you know, loving God and the church that's thriving mm. there on Fice was such a blessing to see. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lucy, how about you? Tell me about your story. One of the HBBI students, her name was Stella. She's also from Yep. And she came home for the summer, and she invited me to go for the youth meeting. So that's when I started going to the Baptist church. So you grew up on Yap, is that right? Yes. Okay, your yeah. family all lives there or yeah. did? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And but uh, before I go to Baptist Church, I used to go to the Mormon Church. Okay. And so she came that summer and she invited me to join them. So I asked my parents if I can go and. They told me if I go to Baptist, then I have to stop going to the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And Did your parents go to the Mormon church? No. Or? No, that's just yeah. you had as you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they uh, told me to just focus on one church. I cannot just go from <laughs> different churches all the time. So, so they told me to, if I go with them to the Baptist church, and then I'm just going to keep going to Baptist church. And it's like it's a new church for me to experience. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Baptist Church. So that's when I started going. And I joined the youth from there until, um, uh, I think, 2006. And that's when I came here to HBBA. Mm-hmm. Tell me about when you became a Christian, when you, when you put your faith in Jesus. That year, bef- I was a senior in high school before I come to uh Harvest and Pastor Mark was preaching one Sunday and I couldn't remember the whole uh, sermon, but just this verse, it stick out to me in uh, Psalms uh, 27:10. It says, if your mother or father forsake you, the Lord will lift you up. Mm-hmm. And so that verse, even it's like it really got my attention that my parents, they f- can fail me, but the Lord is there. So... Um, Amen. Thank you, Lucy, for sharing that. So that's when I uh, come to know the Lord. After that Sunday, I went home, and Mm -hmm. that's when I I was like, I need God because I know He loves me and He's going to be there for me all the time. So that's when I asked God to save me. So, Mm -hmm. But when I came to Harvest my first year, that's when I what they call that, like get uh, assurance of my salvation yeah, yeah. during a conference, the mission conference. Okay. So how old were you, you know, in, in Yap when you first gave your heart to Jesus? I was 16. 16 yeah. years old, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that verse. I was reading that in your testimony before um, Psalm twenty-seven ten. If my father or mother forsake you, the Lord will lift you up. Mm-hmm. And it's a sweet testimony of... Mm-hmm. That God's arms are are strong, and He was going to hold us up, and mm. that we can trust Him. We can put our lives completely in His care, yes. knowing mm. that uh, He's a trustworthy God. That's awesome. So you were here at HBBC a little bit before Clinton. Then you went back to Yap, and then uh, for a year, and then came back to finish up at the college, right? Mm. Okay. And then how did you guys meet? How did you meet Clinton? I mean, you probably knew him from. From uh, Yap at some point, right? No, we, we've never met. Oh, really? Until the day I was living here, I was uh, living to go to to Majuro, to Marcel, and that's when he arrived from Yap. And so the first time I saw him, it was he was sitting under the coffee shop. Yeah. And then I came, like we were on our way to the airport. That's when I came and I was like, I was, uh, I shook his hand and then I left that's the first time I met him. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Madro for a, like a trip or for a while? No, I went there for a year to okay. uh, teach Oh yeah. Uh, at uh, Pastor Lang's uh, school. Okay. So I was there teaching high school. Uh, I was doing uh, math for grade 9 and grade 10 for freshmen and sophomore mm-hmm. and some uh, elective classes for uh, juniors and seniors. And then I went back to YAP after a year. Okay. Mm. All right. 
Clinton, when you came to Harvest, what was that like for you? I mean, you'd lived, you grew up on Feist, then mm -hmm. on Yap. Was it kind of a shock to you to be, or did you know what you were going to expect when you got on campus? I just uh, enjoyed the uh, relationship with the students and the staff. You know, I just felt the love. Mm. I've never had, uh, like, a friend, experienced friend uh, back home. Like, you know, I just, uh, the first day that I came on campus, you know, such students are just so uh, open and the staff are just, I feel like, you know, a family, uh, have a family member here. And, you know, they just uh, show the love of Christ to me. So I enjoy it. And another fun that I experienced here, my first year or the first day at Harvest is just seeing a plane every 30 minutes, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just kept flying yeah, over, right? Flying over, yeah. I talked with our, our student body regularly about this. I know that they already get it, but it's good. I think it's good for them to be reminded of it. The family at HBBC is really unique. It, it really is a sense of brothers and sisters. Mm. And this is true, I think, in the body of Christ, but it's even different for students because they're living in the dorms mm. together yeah. and they're eating meals together and they're going to class together mm. and they're working hard. I mean, it's, it, it, it's not easy, especially... You know, a lot of our students that have come from islands mm. where, you know, the schedule was mm, <laughs> a yeah. little bit more free, yeah. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden to have some real requirements on mm. classes mm. and time that we we have to work. and But all of those things form these bonds that mm. are so deep. I've, I keep, I've told our students that, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I went to a Bible college mm -hmm. and I, there's a lot of close friendships that develop in Bible colleges in the States too. Yeah. But I think it's different than here. I really do. I, I just, I don't think there's many people on earth that have the privilege of the kind of family of brothers and sisters that form here yeah. at Harvest Baptist Bible College and for you guys at HBBI. So it's pretty cool to hear you, hear you talk about that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, and so when you came, did you feel like were you were classes something that you were really excited about? Was it challenging for you? You know, what what did it feel like to be studying the Bible like you do here in the college? Yeah. My first year I took uh, Bible classes and all that and even music class. I was um I really interested in music my first year when I came. And um my third year at Harvest, I, I gave my life to the Lord. During the conference, I heard this preacher preached on uh, uh, Romans 10, verse 1. He says, Brethren, my heart's desire for the Israelis that they may, may, may be saved. Uh, so God burdened my heart for that. And that's when I started to, like, really interested in Bible classes. And mm -hmm. I, I just have the desire and burden for, for the lost. Uh, especially people on my island that I want to go back and share to them Christ and and I take that's when I started to uh, take the Bible classes serious to me mm -hmm. and uh, I just enjoy it and love it like uh, taking classes Bible classes and my personal devotion and preaching at the church and all that and I started to listen to the radio here at Harvest and l listening to guest speakers coming in and out listen to their testimony and their preaching and I just love taking a note and all that. So, and that's what I'm doing right now. And when I'm back home, and I take that first as a challenge to me, and I take it home and share the gospel to people on my end. 
What was the biggest thing that you felt like you learned in your time here at the Bible College? Maybe I'll start with you, Lucy. What would be the most important thing that you felt like God was teaching you during your time here? For me, the the thing I will say is uh, like how to like stay faithful in small things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I learned that if I'm not faithful in small things, then I cannot be faithful when I go out when I step out in like when I work in ministry and it's good when I came here and every summer I had the opportunity like to go home and help in in our uh, teen camp and VBS at our church and so when I come here and I have to be faithful like try to remind myself to be faithful even like beyond time to class to work even beyond time to get up to do personal devotion in the morning and like just little things I have to be faithful in, which I struggled a lot to. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I learned that if I'm not faithful in it and when I go out and I cannot be faithful in in a big, like a big thing, or like the, be faithful in the ministry, to work in the ministry. So. That's an awesome, awesome life lesson, right? Spiritual lesson. And... Uh, yeah, it's to to learn that and to have that sort of just keep being mm. pressed into your life. It's something that just bears fruit mm. for each of us. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. What about you, Clinton? Uh, yeah, I'm taking classes, uh, Bible classes, and um, it's also helped me a lot when I uh, I'm taking classes at the same time and also plugging the ministry here at Harvest, mm. like Awana, a yeah. kids ministry and all that. So I ended up, Pastor Brian asked me to do the Bible study for the Micronesian kids down the blue tent mm. on Wednesday evening. And uh, so I just like that the opportunity or that uh, uh, ministry that they, they gave me while I was here. And it's like preparing me and also um, doing some um, preaching class uh, with uh, Pastor Hanson when he was still here. And he, uh, him and Pastor Han also gave me some opportunities to, to share with the church in a in the big congregation here, like a Sunday evening service and all that, and uh, also uh, devotion with uh, students, and also I I experienced uh, went out and preached to this church outside here in Guam. I think they call it uh, Grace Baptist Church, and also uh, went uh, to also share at Kingdom Baptist Church or somewhere outside, and also uh, also went on the base here and also share my testimony and those yeah. are helping me a lot and, and preparing me and also uh, I've been going down to to Guahan Baptist Church uh, down there and uh, doing ministry do music and also uh, every once a month and I have to preach th- down there at Guahan it's just preparing me for that because just right after I graduated and I plugged in the ministry at the Baptist assistant pastor after you know after we got married i was assistant pastor with pastor mark for a year and then he left he left uh, for furlough so i i do the church like a pastor in a church and then after that now we're serving on vice and i'm also filling in for pastor roland also pastoring that church and vice now let me back up just a minute on your story because i think where we left it lucy you had met Clinton, but just for a day, right? <laughs> or just one time, and then you left yeah. for uh, Majuro. How did you guys get connected? When did you get married? After a year in Majuro, and I went 
to Yap. And then I was there for a year until summer, and Clint came for, came back for the summer, and we worked together for our uh, VPS and teen camp. So we we were the one doing because uh, we registered to uh, kids that come in, so we so we can give them their name tag. Yeah. So we worked together. I registered some kids, and he's registering the other kids. So that's how we get to know each other. We we work together in the ministry that summer, and we help in VBS and also for our teen camp. And that's when I we worked together in the ministry and that whole summer. And then he came here, and then for a year. And then after he came home for the summer, and we also help. Because every summer we have VBS and teen camp, and so we also work in our camp and VBS. So that's how we get to know each other. Yeah. Only during summer we see each other, mm-hmm. but during the year we uh, call on. Because mm-hmm. back then I, we didn't really have a Wi-Fi and right. and stuff. So real phone calls back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we usually just buy cards and sure. just text. And, and then you were married. After you graduated, Clinton? or Yeah. Okay. I graduated May uh, 21, and we got married on May 29, so like a week after I graduated. Okay. Didn't My waste much time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Lucy, you have two children, right? What are yes. their names and ages? Yeah. Our oldest daughter, is her name is Karis, and she just turned two last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now we have Lucas. And he's about a month and a week. or Very little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two beautiful children. We're so glad that they're with you guys here. Mm. Amen. So you've been back on FICE now for, uh, for a year as Pastor Roland's been away. Yeah. And uh, tell me about ministry there. It's different than on YAP in what kind of ways? Oh, yeah. Uh, the ministry in FICE, we just we really need a prayer for it. Mm. It's kind of hard for us, but we're thankful that we see people grow for this uh, Bible study. We're doing it on the seven targets and uh, for my Sunday school, combined uh, Sunday school with adults, men and ladies. We're doing that seven targets Bible study and we're also doing a family Bible study with uh, the new couples. It's also, uh, it's really amazing to see them grow and how they treat each other and their kids. Also, uh, what's the struggle is um, that um, most of the uh, leaders or the helpers in our church are like uncle to me, and in our culture, it's kind of hard for us that, and uh, which is we need prayer for it, for like uh, hard for them to right. to really submit to what you know the pastor of the church has said, if especially like their uncle to me, and I'm yeah. younger, yeah, but uh, we're thankful they're. They're growing little by little, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. And Sunday night when you were here, you gave uh, you know, gave a presentation about the ministry and we asked I asked as many of our st- current students that are from FICE mm. stand up and we had a good group. What was the number? I didn't count. Do you know how many students are here that are from FICE? I think uh, maybe about 10 or more about than 10. Yeah. yeah, I, th- I mm. thought there was maybe yeah. around 10. Yeah, it's great to see. God is, mm. you said about 300 people on FICE is total. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, these students, you know, we have 10 students here, yeah. you know, right now, and they're students that love God. And, and uh, mm. so we're praying that God would take from the island of FICE 
bring some back to serve there and then send others, you know, mm. as missionaries and church planters, maybe mm. in a lot of different places. Who knows yeah. what God's going to do. So thank you guys for your faithfulness. It's been so great to have you here on campus again. We're praying for you, your family, for mm. your ministry, and asking for God's blessing in your life. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. As always, at this point in the program, we want to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church. We start at 9.30 a.m. We have adult Bible fellowships, children's programs, and then our Sunday morning worship service is at 10.30 a.m. If you're not quite sure where to go, stop at our Welcome Center. It's right out in front of the auditorium. If you need more information, you can check out our website, hbcguam.org hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.